Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. There was a doctor in Donegal who also happens to be the local coroner up there. His name is Dr. Dennis McCauley. And he was blaming waiting lists for orthopedic surgeries for the high level of cocaine. Or sorry, cocaine, my God. Uh, codeine use. Apologies, codeine use and he's saying look people are in pain for years and they're taking codeine to ease that pain and they're becoming addicted to it. Pat Dalton has the pharmacy down there on North Main Street. Do you see a lot of addiction out there Pat? A lot of people coming into to to the pharmacy with problems and you're still having to serve them. Morning. Good morning PJ. Um, yeah I suppose it's a it's a difficult question for me to answer with any definitive authority as regards do I see a lot of addiction out there. Um, we, we, you, you never know what's going on in, going on in someone's life um, when they come into the pharmacy with either a prescription for painkillers, for codeine, or or requesting uh, Norofin Plus. Mm. I would say the vast majority of people that do come in, you know, it, 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 it's just a short-term problem. Um, but then there's, you know, the people who are on the long-term uh, pain medication and as that doctor outlined are on a waiting list and really the GPs have, have made clear you know that, that their their hands are tied they don't have a massive uh, selection of things to prescribe for pain mm. um, you've got a pain ladder and you've got like at the bottom you've got paracetamol and ibuprofen um, and then as you go up the ladder you, you're at the top pretty quick mm. um, you know there was a few years ago, there was lots of new anti-inflammatories on the market that weren't meant to have some of the side effects of the existing anti-inflammatories. A lot of them ended up being taken off the market. Mm. Uh, there's problems with anti-inflammatories being prescribed in elderly patients because of problems with their kidneys, problems with their heart. Um, so a lot of these patients have just ended up on coding products. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's a really hard question for me to answer. I, I, I'm, I work in a community pharmacy. We, we deal a, a bit with addiction, but we're not at the cold face of, you know, the addiction treatment centres. Yeah. 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 Possibly you, you will have seen the primetime documentary earlier in the year about people who do this kind of chemist pharmacy tourism that they go to four or five different places. Now, as a pharmacist, you've no way of knowing if I have been to four pharmacies before you, have you? That that is correct, PJ. We we don't have a way of knowing, um, and people will have different views on that. I mean, everyone is entitled to their privacy, to their 
you know, their data being protected. At the same time as a pharmacist, if, if I am to make a, a sale of a, of a coding product, I would like to know that that sale is, is genuine. It, it's, it's not putting someone in harm's way. Um, and by not knowing what their habits are, uh, that puts me at a disadvantage as a pharmacist in making that call whether I should make that sale or not. Yeah. And that is something I would like in a very limited capacity to know if, these, if this person is a problematic purchaser, is an excessive purchaser yeah. of a coding product. And I, I do think a simple system, you know, the way technology has advanced, this is very achievable in a, in a simple way that wouldn't impact on anyone's uh, privacy, um, that only those patients that are not purchasing these products uh, uh, as they should are flagged to us as pharmacists and that we know that we have to, you know, we have to make a call then of, of what mm. the best thing to do for that patient is. Um, and, and often some of these patients will need to be referred for treatment. And it's very difficult at present to, to it's very difficult to engage with that person yeah. like, at you, the moment. Take someone, again, I'm putting myself in the position, wouldn't want to. Um, so I come into you and you notice a pattern, Pat. Yes. That I'm in, and, and I'm looking for a box of salpidine yes. regularly enough. Yes. Are you allowed, or are you duty bound to say to me, PJ, you're taking rather a lot of that? You I, I think I'm duty bound, PJ. I'm duty bound. I, I, if I, I, as a pharmacist, we have to be always acting in the patient's best interests. So if I don't have that conversation with you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing my utmost for your health. So. So yes, I would I would feel I would be duty bound to to say something to you, and often, uh, you know, I might be met with denials. That's yes. the first line. It's denials. It's and it can get that. That's it's, that can be difficult then as a pharmacist to deal with because I'm I'm only going off my evidence yeah. in my pharmacy of you coming in on on a number of occasions, and that might not be enough evidence to say somebody has a problem. Yeah. Um, so, so that's why it's a, it can be a difficult conversation with that person, um, because unless they kind of admit to you they have a problem, it's very hard to go into like talking about treatments, talking about your options, talking about what can be done to get your life back in order. And I can go around the corner and buy it from somebody else next week, which doesn't solve any problem. So, which brings us to the nub of the discussion, and I've made the point a couple of times, we have some of the most liberal, liberal over-the-counter rules in the EU with regard to particularly salpidine and, and Nurofen Plus, they may, they're harder to get than paracetamol, but they're still available. Is it time, do you think, Pat, as a working pharmacist, do you think it's time to consider prescription only? Well, I think there's a review being undertaken by the Health Products Regulatory Authority, the HPRA. They're looking at the whole issue of both prescription and non-prescription coding, which is important. I think it should constantly under review. If you make a prescription only, you're going to deny a large number of people, the majority of people that use these products, access to them conveniently. Yeah. And that's a, that's, that creates another problem then for, for, for that cohort. It's a big call. It's a, it's a big it, call. It's a me. very big call. I would think that would be, I, I certainly wouldn't be advocating for that uh, at present. Uh, I think they should look at all the evidence. Oh, the problem, PJ, is, again, back to the original point, we have very little evidence of people's purchasing habits because... All, the only evidence we have is we, we, the, the, the sales of 
these products are published. You can access that data, the total sales. And that has gone up in the last few years substantially. And but, but what we don't know is how many people are actually going from pharmacy to pharmacy. Yeah. That's what we're missing. We know it's happening, but we've no idea how much. Exactly. All right. I'm going to leave it there, Pat, for no reason other than time. But thank you for that, Pat Dalton from the North Main Street Pharmacy. We know people are doing this, touring around from pharmacy to pharmacy. We know they're, we know they're doing it. We've just no idea how many of them and how to prevent it if we need to do so. Corks 96 FM. What do you do with your old tech? Throw it in the trash? Drop it in the junk drawer? Why not turn it into cash? With Trade In from Backmarket, you can get paid for your old smartphone, laptop, or tablet. Just visit backmarket.com or download our app. You'll get an offer in as little as two minutes. Ship your old device to us for free and get your cash within five days. So next time you need to upgrade your tech or clean out those drawers, make some money with Trade In from backmarket.com. And while you're there, save up to 70% versus new on your next verified refurbished device.